It's time for Living Your Purpose, a motivational and inspirational podcast with Peter and Joyce Nielsen. Welcome to Living Your Purpose podcast. I'm Peter and this is Joyce Nielsen. And we are super excited to be with you. And um, we just hope that wherever you are, whether it's the West Coast, the East Coast, people abroad, that you're healthy, you're happy, uh, and the weather above you is cooperating. It is cold here. It is. And if you're on the East Coast, go Lions. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we bet. I mean, the last two weeks, um, you know, we're from Detroit. Uh, Michigan and um, the Lions for the last 30 years, they really haven't even made the playoffs. And um, everybody would be talking bad about them. And that's why I love underdogs. It's, it's, it's like underdogs of people or countries or teams that, you know, they look, they look at as not being strong enough to win. And I love an underdog story. And to see the Detroit Lions these last two weeks, now they're going to uh, San Francisco to um, hopefully uh, mm-hmm. beat them and go into the Super Bowl. You know, and if you're hearing me cough a little, we had a rough week. We, this woman um, got COVID first, never saw her as sick as you were. Yeah, third time COVID survivor since 2019, and this was a very tough week. Yeah. Like a new strain, it's terrible. Yeah, it scared me, and then I got it. And um, I'm just on the the rear end of it. Um, But we are blessed to be here. We are good. Um, And God is better. So we're very thankful that um, we get another day um, to get it better than yesterday. And, you know, for people that maybe are just tuning in for the first time, if you like some of the topics that we're talking about, just... You know, if you're watching this, press the subscribe button. And if you're listening on Spotify or SoundCloud, iTunes, we thank you. We appreciate your support. It's because of people like you that we're doing what we're doing. Today, we want to talk about something that is really near and dear. I mean, everything that we do is kind of whether, you know, you're working at a grocery store, whether you're sweeping floors behind a stage, whether you're you know, an, um, a pilot for commercial airlines, uh, whether you're a professional athlete, you have an opportunity to love on people, you have an opportunity to minister to them, <clears throat> to pay it forward, so to speak. So over the course of the last 30 years, it's like, you know, being on television with Peter's Principles. I mean, we're super excited. It's It's been relaunched uh, January 2nd. Uh, now it's on a Stound Network, Tuesdays and Thursdays. Um, at uh, 2 p.m. Eastern Time uh, in over 53 million households from Boston, Washington, D.C., Chicago, um, Manhattan, California, Texas, um, Philadelphia. So we just love what we do. We also just signed a a deal with uh, Roku, um, with DBTV, so we're on worldwide on Saturdays and Sundays at 8.30 Eastern Time a.m., um, so check us out, and um, today is near and dear to us because it really speaks very loud. Even though I've won 50 bodybuilding titles more into fitness and nutrition, I believe that God had a big um, help in what I do and how I do it. 
If we get out of our own way, we eventually are allowed to teach what we've always wanted to learn. A lot of people will email us for nutrition and for fitness, but over the last past 10 years, we get so many emails on people that are hurting, that lost something very, very valuable to them. And um, that's what I want to talk about today. I want to talk about on how if you have a strong faith in whatever that is, why, why do we have to go through such pain in life? Why do we have to go through such loss? Like, I'm going to give two examples today, and, and what I hope and what my prayer is is that it opens up your mind and your, your, your spirit and softens your heart to just think differently, to maybe think that there's reasons on why things happen, that God has the ultimate plan. It's not, our ways are not his ways. Our timing is not his timing. And there's been a couple of things that um, have rocked our world in the last few days. Um, we lost a really sweet soul that we work with for you know for years I have and Joyce um, got to know him maybe what three years ago mm -hmm. and um, <laughs> he would just he just was so funny he would light up a room um, and um, he would always razz me like you know why you got such a gorgeous wife, why is she with you? Like, why is she with you? And I remember Joyce saying, you must really love Roger because he's the only guy that could talk to me that way without you going crazy or nuts. <laughs> it's true. Oh, true story. He's very sarcastic, witty banter. <laughs> I always enjoyed that. <clears throat> and, um, you know, we lost a friend, Roger Moody, and... Um, and the reason why I felt led to to tell the world this is not so much about our loss, but for you to possibly relate to something that you're going through right now. When people email me and they lost a child or they lost the love of their life or they were diagnosed with cancer or their little baby you know, was being babysitted and was traveling back home and got into a car accident and they lost their only child. It's hard to explain why. And when I got the news that Raja was on life support, um, it blew my mind. And I'll just backtrack for a moment. Here's a man who's raising a family, got a young daughter, um, just, you know, he's just full of love, full of love and hope. Um, been a divorced man for many, many years, dedicated his whole life to his family and hard work. And um, on one of our events, he says, I want to tell you a little secret. He says, I met someone and I think she's it. And he texts me and he texts me pictures of her and he's like, pray for us. And, and this was just um, right before New Year's, okay? 
And um, he says, I'm going to, on my first date, I'm going to meet her for New Year's. And he says, please pray for us. He says, I'm falling for this woman. He says, I'm, I really feel that she is the woman that I'm supposed to be with for the rest of my life. He said it's a God thing. It's a God thing. Mm -hmm. Those were his words. Mm -hmm. I looked at my text and I sent him an audio message and it was pretty late and I was just so emotional, like I'm so happy that you have this opportunity to experience love, maybe for the first time in his life, I don't know. So he goes on this adventure and um, he's sending pictures and the next thing that happens is he gets COVID. And he's asking me questions nutritionally. Can I take this? Can I take that? I'm like, you need to go to a doctor. And, you know, and I was trying to just navigate him through that. And then he got complications and they found him unconscious. Long story short, he was in um, on life support. They put him on a ventilator. Um, last week, and he was gone within a week, right? Mm -hmm. I, for people that know me, I have very strong faith. It's the core. It's the center of who I am. But still, I have to bring it to the throne and say, God, what good, what good, what good could have come out of that? Like, Why? And there may be things you're going through right now in your own life that you are asking why. Just don't allow that why to enter into the valley of bitterness or resentment, become jaded, desensitized, because then the enemy wins. Then you miss out on, on sometimes the best parts of your life because you stay crippled in that moment. You, you're paralyzed in it. You can't get out of it. Um, and you then end up rereading that chapter, becoming that character, and you repeat that. You dream of that over and over and over. And um, the reason why it was important to me to have this topic on you know, why must we go through so much pain in our life? Um, I believe with all my heart that I love people that have been through storms in their life, fires, and have the courage to crawl, to get up, and then to still smile. That's one of your qualities. And what I'm saying to each and every one of you is, is that just maybe God uses this as gateways to fellowship with him. And what I mean is just maybe you're going to be able to get closer to God because of this. You got two choices. You could either run away from God and get jaded and get resentful, or you could run towards God and soften your heart and try to understand and wrap your mind around 
why did this happen? And I choose, we choose to get closer to God, yes, and ask him questions. But it's amazing sometimes on how we get onto a pity party when we go through this loss and then we wrap ourselves around like-minded, could be Christian friends or this and that, and everybody says, I'll pray for you. And that's great. Praying is important. But you need to get out of that space of not accepting certain things. And the beautiful thing that has happened with Roger is that we're thinking about all the fun and good times that we shared with him. We're corresponding with people that we've never ever corresponded with for a long time. So through his passing to where we all want to go, um, people are coming together and celebrating his life. And that is so important. Everybody grieves and goes through loss differently. But most people that I know, including you, Joyce, including myself, all the growth came from the darkest moments, the valley, the alone, the hurt, the rawness. There's been times in my life where it hurt so bad that I just wanted to go to sleep. I just couldn't bear the pain. But that's when God got my attention. And instead of me pushing away, I basically pushed towards him. I leaned on him. I depended upon him. And that's when my life became very different. That's where growth happened. It happened with you many times in your life, right? Yes. I mean, we both know so many people that have been through loss. I mean, we have some family members that right now are, are sick. And we could either get very upset about it or we can try to help and enjoy every aspect of it. I mean, what's your take on you know, going through loss or a lot of times people will say to us, you know, why does this have to happen? Why does this have to happen? It's it's really a journey that we have to navigate through. It is. Um, I personally am not one that seeks out the answers of why. Um, for me, I, I deal with grief and loss differently. Um, you know, there, people might think I'm a little crazy, but when my grandmother passed, um, one of the confirmations that I had in my faith and my belief was um, we were all together and, and she was in hospice in our home and we actually saw her pass. And in the hours leading up to it, there was a, a group of us of our family and we all saw these like, they call them orbs, shooting balls of light around the room. And it was really quite spectacular to see in a miracle. And I really feel like it was God's way of just literally showing me, you know, it's okay. There's more out there 
and then just this and when when she actually took her last breath you know she's one of my favorite people in the world i think was one of her favorite grandkids don't tell my family <laughs> <laughs> but i didn't even i didn't cry and i actually gave the eulogy at her funeral i just felt this sense of calmness in this piece and when i see people around me go i feel a sadness more so because they're a selfish reason i'm going to miss them here on earth but i know eventually we that's one thing's for certain as we all go and i really do believe there's something greater out there than us so um for me i don't ask why because i think it's inevitable at some point it's more so reflecting on the good things that happened um, or if it's not a, a death or a loss it's more something else tragic going in my life i more think about how I can channel that anger or resentment or bitterness or sadness like um, into a what? Like what am I going to do next? How am I going to use that? How am I going to be better? How is it going to be different? Um, and, and I really kind of refocus my mind frame in that sense. So for me, it's a little a little different than most people, maybe. But it's, I mean, you said it beautifully, and it's like death is for the living. Mm -hmm. It's like when someone passes, I mean, no one, <laughs> you know, no one knows what's on the other side. But with our faith, you know, that peace, um, death, is really hurting for the people as you said that you're going to miss that are no longer here you know and i think with with roger i think one of the things that shook me to a, my core was that it's one thing when someone lives like my grandmother you know to 91 or 94 um, I, as like you, I, I may have a quick cry, but boy, oh boy, I am talking and celebrating her life yeah. because of all the life she had. Versus something sudden or... Roger, he... More youthful. Right, right. Roger literally was young. He was in his late 50s, and he was so excited about the next chapter, and he was searching for love. He was searching for what we all want. And so when it happens so abruptly and you don't have, as you said, you know, that why, you don't have that immediate, you may never have that answer. That's where you need to operate in something greater, as you said, and bigger than self. You need to really soul search um, for your faith um, because if not it's crippling you know and I want to just mention one other thing that you know I speak all over the world and a lot of times I'm speaking in front of big groups of people you know 10 15,000 people in a convention center and I was invited to um, say a few words at a friend's uh, funeral, and he was young, he was, you know, 38 years old, had um, literally uh, one one child that was three and one that was like 11 months old, and um, he was taken so quickly 
by cancer. Uh, picture of health, good-looking guy. So as I was driving to the the funeral parlor, I um, I was perplexed. I didn't know exactly what I was going to say. I, I didn't. I was like, what can I possibly say? And as I drove, it was in a town with parallel parking, and for blocks, for blocks, I couldn't find a parking spot. And as I finally found a parking spot in a parking lot, I was walking about three blocks to the, the facility, and I saw a line outside the funeral parlor. And it kind of freaked me out because I was just like, there is hundreds and hundreds of people at this funeral. And as I'm making my way through people, I'm basically listening. There's like little clusters of two or three or four people in there. They're all over this place. And I walk inside and some people are crying and some people are laughing, but everybody was talking and telling stories. And just as I mentioned before, that was the message. That God, our creator, gave to me to give to everyone. There was people that haven't seen each other since childhood. There was people that haven't seen each other where they went to school together or they moved to Chicago or they moved someplace else. Everyone basically gravitated to one place and came together to really celebrate someone's life and to share beautiful experiences. You and I were at a funeral of your friend and everybody got up and we're talking about different scenarios of that person. So when I got up to speak, it was basically sharing that fellowship. That was the blessing. Yes, death is terrible and it was a shame. There was no rhyme or reason why someone at the prime of their life, at 38 years old, with a beautiful family, a great career ahead of them. Why did that person leave? We'll never know. Everyone has an expiration date. Everyone, God knows everyone's last breath. Everyone. No one's guaranteed tomorrow. No one's guaranteed tomorrow. And that's why every day when I get up, the first thing that I say to God is I'm so thankful for my life. I'm so grateful for her. I choose you every day because we don't know. We don't know when that last breath is. And that funeral taught me something where everyone was coming together in the fellowship and the love was alive. The spirit of that gentleman will live on. The spirit of Raja Moody will live on. Years from now, we'll be laughing and talking about his sarcasm, humor, on how he razzed me 
all the time. He razzed me because he loved me. He respected us. He admired what we had. And that's what he was searching for. So when he said on the text message, this is a God thing, how can the God that created the universe do that? Or why would he? And Joyce and I had a conversation about this the other day when we heard ours. It was Saturday. And um, what I said was, after I prayed about it, maybe Roger never knew love. His expiration date was that day. The way that my, how I believe in my faith is that we all have an expiration date. Only God knows when that is. So, maybe God gave him this amazing gift of feeling this love that he never felt before, this joy that he never ever experienced right before that expiration date. It's something to think about. You know, on whatever you're going through, whatever loss you've been through, it's like no one could ever take away that memory. No one could ever take away that time you had with that person, whether it was two months, three years, 30 years. So instead of beating yourself up, know that God has got this master plan and we need to truly understand that. And if we understand that, then we're going to have peace. If we're not, we're going to beat ourselves up. And try to come up with that answer. Drive yourself crazy. True, (laughs) true. I mean, I've had people in my life that I thought I was in, you know, a good relationship with, and um, one person just ghosted me. And for people that don't know what ghosting means, it's like you know, the person just never called me back, and we were together for eighteen months, and the person never call me back you know now as what Joyce has said did I beat myself up I beat myself up for months Um, I wanted closure sometimes you don't get closure sometimes there's not a second chance sometimes it's now or never and those are the things that will drive you crazy and the beautiful thing is is that as God, as I allowed God in, as I fellowship with God, God will always take you out of the weeds, whether it's on the 11th hour or whether it's on the one-yard line. If he has a plan for you and you're being obedient, sometimes the best prayers and the prayers unanswered, sometimes the best things are truly the things that God takes away from you. Not that he gives you, because he has something way greater ahead. I'm sorry. (laughs) Um, But we really just wanted to talk about on, it's so raw, and sometimes the rawness um, could be a good thing, but it was so raw on losing a good friend that 
I wanted to not allow it to go to waste. I wanted you to even experience, even someone like me, I mean, I bleed the same color as you. I go through pain just like you do. We go through loss just like we have, just like you do. And it's how you deal with it. It's how you operate in it. It's how you allow yourself to truly surrender it to God. When you surrender it, bring it to the throne, God, nine out of ten times, it may not be today, it may not be nine days from now, it may not be a year from now, but usually eventually you will get an answer. And it's happened through my life, it's happened through Joyce's life, and whatever you're going through, we just hope and we pray that there's lessons learned and that the best is in front of you. I mean, could you add anything to that before we leave? I think you pretty much said it. <laughs> you know, and um, if you do want to find us, boy oh boy, if you can't find us and you don't want to find us, <laughs> we're on uh, social media at Peter and Nielsen, Instagram, Twitter, Facebook. Um, we're on television uh, four out of seven days a week, Tuesdays and Thursdays at uh, 2 o'clock um, p.m. Eastern Time on Astound TV Network. Uh, we're on Roku on DBTV uh, every Saturday and Sunday um, at 8.30 uh, a.m. Eastern Time. And all you do is you go to Roku and you just... You, you could say on your remote control, like DBTV, you'll come right up, you press it, and you'll see the shows and stuff like that. And it's on live every single Saturday and Sunday. Uh, and again, if you have any questions, just, you know, if you're watching this on YouTube, put some comments below. We'd love to hear from you. If you like this content, please subscribe. But most importantly, move forward. It's 2024 and move forward. We all go through, you know, hills and valleys, detours and bumps. And the most important thing is to learn from those valleys. That's where the knowledge, in my opinion, comes from. It doesn't come from the triumphs and the, the mountaintops. And, you know, me winning the Mr. America five times, Mr. Universe twice, that was great, but it lasted for minutes on stage it was the training it was believing in myself it was the sweat equity it was the pain of of going through uh, the working out and um, I just hope and pray that each and every one of you stay healthy uh, as you said there's some serious virus bugs going out there, there. sure is we need to get him some hot tea <laughs> yeah i'm definitely going to and, and again I, I thank each and every one of you for for joining us today and um i just want to leave with which i i never really do but you know lord soften the hearts of the people that are out there that are going through loss um soften their hearts and don't let them get jaded and don't let them build resentment and don't let them beat themselves up. Let them learn from this. Let them be drawn closer to you for answers. And let them fellowship with you so that you are truly the Prince of Peace. 
give each and every one that are going through that loss, that pain, uh, that valley, uh, just clarity, perseverance, steadfastness, to truly know that you are the beginning and the end, and you have a master plan for each and every one of us. And if we get out of our way, we can truly live this life that you have destined for us. And I say this in Jesus' name, amen. Have a great, great week, and we'll see you next week. We have amazing guests coming up. We have uh, Andre uh, Shaw. She's four-time Miss Olympia, and she will be with us next week. God bless each and every one of you.